Welcome to Mr. Cynical. Dale just (laughs) (laughs) fucking cue the music while you're holding your breath. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Mystical Cynical. My name is Darren. And I'm Jamie. I'm on drugs. Are you? I took that Adderall. Oh, no way. Oh my God. Look at me. (laughs) Look at me. You're fucking stoked right now. I know. And I'm I'm trying to to understand where it's manifesting in my body. Uh, cause I don't have any, I have no frame of reference for this, for yeah. this level of upper, uh-huh. I've done shitty cocaine in my entire life. So right. I've never really got a pure upper thing. I'm, I'm, I feel very energetic yeah. right now. Um, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I feel flush and warm. It did was, I did just run upstairs to go to the bathroom. So no, um, but it does that. Your body's just your heart's pumping or <laughs> dude i came in and you were like you i mean i'm sorry but you were abnormally ridiculously well, kind yeah i know i know well because i mean honestly like this still the doing this show on a regular basis is still like difficult for me yeah. because i'm com- having to commit to something every week and yeah. what i'm trying to get get away from is having anything on my calendar which is right. is not possible because running a business and having relationships and friendships you have to have commitment yeah. And so it's still this is kind of like one of the last vestiges of of uh, commitments that pushes me and and every time without fail when we do the show mm-hmm. I'm happy that we did it. Mm-hmm. It's just the week leading up to it. I know. I st- it pervades to me of like fucking obligation. I can't believe yep. I have to do this blah, 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 like really really shitty petulant uh, behavior and mm. And so it's weird. So we need to kind of figure out, not we, this is a me, a me problem. <laughs> we need yeah. to brainstorm about my psychosis That's here. It's kind of like that. It's just that uh, I, I, I feel like it it informs my entire, not my entire week, it doesn't, but like when you reach out, I'm like, oh. I, I see you, I paint you as my boss, I guess, oh. in some way of just like, this guy's God wanting things it. from me. Right. Like, <laughs> I, fuck man, I'm not even on the clock right now type situation. Yeah. Yeah. And so. I can't even... And that's so funny because, um, I think what I'm trying to do these days is like just as much as possible, not be on your radar, but in doing that, yes, right. I'm the boss in the office. Yes. Right. Right. (laughs) And so, I mean, I think that there's, and, and this is obviously, I think a a kind of a bigger issue is that we don't, you and I don't have a relationship outside of this podcast. It's true. And I think that there's often a, uh, or at least I think of it and I don't know if you do, but of like, let's not share anything with each other yeah. because then what the fuck are we going to talk about on the show? Which right. is like dumb. Cause there's like things that, you know, like that excite me or that, you know, whatever, or an observation. And then I end up just talking to Lacey most of the time. Right. Like, well, I'll text Lacey. She's not part of, she's collateral Dude, this damage. This is so this. crazy. I have <laughs> such a story about this. Like yeah, I've been I'm, in I'm my sure head. Like I'm sure it's accurate. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I was like sitting on the couch last night and I, and, and this is opening up another conversation, yeah. but I, I text you about your thing that got removed, yeah, which was a post that basically was just words and it said, everyone should try death at least once. Is mm-hmm. that, is that right? And I was so moved that I know somebody who has that, that thinks of that as being valuable, mm-hmm. so valuable to share it on a place where you, basically a lot of your income comes from Mm -hmm. and your output artistically and that you valued that message. And I wrote (laughs) this text and it was just like, and I hadn't text you at all. I I mean, barely at all through the week other than uh, to thank you for the bucket hat. 
and uh, I just cut through my bullshit in whatever the realm that you're talking about right now yeah. that exists or doesn't exist, but yeah. but we work with and. And I, t- I sent that text and then Lacey <laughs> was sitting next to me and, and she kept getting texts from you. And I was going like, <laughs> and I got so butthurt. And yeah, I was also like, no, I know. No, it's, it's also, look, I mean, I mean, we, we pretty much do this show just to met, to, to like inverted meta discuss this ourselves. On <laughs> All the, the stuff what the that's fuck not is happening, happening right? on the show. Yes, it's so weird. <laughs> what is this show? What, what are we doing? That is wild. It's that's so a great, weird. That's yeah. a great. It just keeps turning in on itself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. So yeah. So like we, and then I, I'm thinking, and then I'm going like, I'm thinking about all the other times that I've noticed right, that you're right, texting yeah, with her. Yeah, yeah. And one of them was like <laughs> yesterday or a couple days ago, you like text her. Uh, uh, sorry you. if we woke up. <laughs> What are you wearing? <laughs> no, no, you were like, you're like, sorry if we woke uh, you up uh, yeah. playing this game out front. And I was like, oh, this must be in a group text because I live here too. <laughs> it wasn't. Hold on, let me think about why I texted Lacey on that because I think I, I did you think I that I get up early and I was probably already no, up? No, no, it wasn't no. that. I think that it was just more about. Uh, I don't know. I think I was trying to like. To, to to yeah to not to like not punish you but yeah I don't know what the fuck that's what doing. it feels like, like yeah it is what so it feels like weird man yeah. it's so weird <laughs> and I think it's because because it because it's an unspoken because I'm only speaking about it now of yeah. of how I feel about doing the show or right. how I feel about com- being committed to the show because it's not yeah doing the show like right now I'm great I mean I'm high as fuck but yeah <laughs> yeah neither here nor there or that is here wait where are we. <laughs> Oh my God. No, I know, but it, but it is, but you you do you become this um uh, or I don't know, it's not an archetype, but this this representation oh, yeah. of something that is like an authority, in right? Life. And you're not, and I know right. you've always made it clear that like if this ever feels like it's anything, yeah, that and then and then there's like you know the 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 kind of the financial commitment to it, yeah. Of like now I'm like oh now I'm committed because I'm I'm providing a, a certain level of salary to Jamie, right? And like now I'm beholden <laughs> to this. Like if I say I don't want to do this anymore, yeah. I'm literally taking beans out of his mouth. Like, <laughs> but I haven't received any beans yet, so okay. don't worry. <laughs> the beans are on their way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, but this is. Great. It's it's uh, it's certainly a testament. Like, where are there other people talking about how they get butt hurt and 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 how that you know and yeah. how they direct like uh, uh, passive aggressive sort of anger at somebody with laughter? Right. We're fucking dissecting this shit yes. in front of everybody for the first time, yeah. and that's remarkable. Yeah. And maybe like, I mean, I at times. I know that I'm kind of a one who's been like, hey, don't text me unless you have anything nice to say, basically, <laughs> you know, and and we've had that. But and that's only I, because I've said um, an insane amount of nasty things. To you, so. <laughs> right. Okay. You wouldn't say like, hey, let's be friends. First of all, my first rule is. <laughs> right. But then I left and I felt like on some level while I was gone that you both were the left behind. Mm. Like I, and then you guys were talking and hanging out and being support to each other and you were mainly being support to Lace and, and, uh, and, and then I'm like, well, that's a dynamic. And then I'm kind of like, well, I'm not going to interrupt that dynamic or, you know, or whatever. There was, you you did change the dynamic. Like you were the one and, and, you know, it's not, it's not fair of anyone to, to hold anything against you, but that there was a set dynamic of things that were happening. And then 
Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a, uh, a side part of me that it's not like that it, it's bringing up like, you know, child in yeah. shit as everything does, right. Know, like brings up the, the, the hurt, the butt hurt baby. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the title of the episode. <laughs> Who are you thanking? <laughs> You're taking the committee again. Um, oh, I do want to, before we go any further, yeah. I do want to give a Big, huge thank you to my fairy drug mother who has been <laughs> yeah. just raining gifts upon me. Oh, um, right. That so, uh, I did I talk about getting Adderall in the mail yeah. at some point? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And so, and, and I said, I guess I kind of alluded to knowing who the person was. Yeah. Yeah. It's nobody's business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I've been sitting on it for several weeks now and it was at my studio for a while and I'd like mm-hmm. go in and like open the cabinet and like look at the box and then shut mm-hmm. the cabinet and just like not, I was just like, went like I was really trying to make sure that it was like the right time, which yeah. I don't You've know. You've never done this? Never. Okay. No. And I don't, and and if, if I'd forgotten I'd taken it right now, I'm trying to perceive, you know, when yeah. you're trying to perceive in the real time, like, I don't know about the focus thing. Like that was the thing I was looking forward to. And that was the thing I spoke about on the podcast was like, losing focus all the time, especially yeah. like I open my computer, I start working on something and I go, Oh, you know what? And, and I'm just dragged into a million different places. Yeah. I don't know. Like if I could, I mean, I'm obviously focusing on doing this show, but I never really lack the focus. So I'm not like drifting off into the kitchen while you're still talking. And so yeah. I'd be curious to see, you know, if I give this another shot or after the show's over, like people are always like, Oh yeah, I got my apartment so clean. Like, yeah that you could really like dive into that level of, of focus. Yeah. Cause I still do feel like I could potentially be pulled in a million different directions once this is done, but who knows? Yeah. And we'll that's see. the, that's the only system you've known. Right. So like right. that it's there is like, Oh, that's probably waiting for me. Yeah, but, for sure. For sure. But yeah. I mean, you came down the road. I mean the, the staircase, like, like fucking <laughs> super joyous, Mr. Rogers. You're like, hello, <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Hello buddy. Give me- <laughs> yeah. Well, drugs will do that. Yeah. Wait, um, so did you get, some more drugs. Yes. Yes. So, so got the, uh, got the Adderall sat on for a while and then, and I have to read this note cause it's fucking incredible, but mm. oh, I, sh- um, so with the, the first note from the Adderall, and I think I mentioned it on the show is, um, have fun putting your finger over the fire or over the garden hose of light of, oh, your, of right, your mind. Right. I, I'm, I hate to butcher it cause it's, it was perfectly worded, but it's yeah. have fun putting your finger over the garden hose of your light, which in my, you know, I'm assuming that means normally your flow is just, and so right. you put your finger over a garden hose it concentrates it. So yeah. getting that direct flow. And I was like, what a beautiful analogy. Yeah, that really is. So I received another package, very discreet. And, you know, now I'm basically, if I open my <laughs> mailbox and there's a, a package that I'm not, that there's no return address, I'm like, sweet, there's drugs in here. All right. Um, and so I open it up and, and it's chock full of other, you know, little gifts and pictures and just nice kind of ephemery of, of, of uh, just, I think probably in a way that that's done to disguise whatever's going on. I think right. that there's a purpose to oh, that. Yeah. Um, person's you know. crafty, I'm sure. And so the note says, congratulations, you have successfully hacked the manifestation program. <laughs> yes, this is the thing you asked for, dot, 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 in a vape pen. What a wow. time to be alive. Wow. And I'm like reading it like, you know, totally confused and p- picking apart everything and seeing if there's any discerning evidence of who it's from or, or anything. And and then I'm like, wait, what? Is-? And I can't keep track of what we talk about on this show. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about? And, and within the package, it was kind of tucked in, in a way that wasn't immediate. So I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is going on here? And I open it and I find it and it's a cartridge. And, um, and then I'm starting and then it's kind of all coming together. And I'm like, this is a fucking DMT vape cartridge. Yeah. And in much in contrast to the Adderall, right? 
immediately yeah. <laughs> take, take some hits. Oh, it. you did? I did. Yeah. I mean, I knew that it wasn't that, that I wasn't going to like knock my socks off by yeah. taking a couple draws, but I, I wanted to test it. I wanted to, yeah. to, to confirm that it was DMT. And so I took some hits and just from the taste alone, I was like, this is DMT. Yeah. Got a little bit of kind of tingly sensation and, mm. and the periphery of the experience and was like, unfucking believable like this is incredible and and just i this this you have successfully hacked the manifestation program like yeah. i was like yeah. what is going on like this is yeah. awesome like shout out to to my fairy drug mother and <laughs> um and so yeah now i have access to i have unfettered access to to dmt and i'm waiting daylu's been with me for the past four days so i haven't had a chance and i'm waiting for the day that i can just kind of lay on this couch and rip into it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Holy I had shit. a little bit more than, than the, 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 a little bit more yesterday. And it is like literally like getting the periphery of like, this is an experience I know well and am kind of in awe that I have this access to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I, I smoked some yesterday and then went for a three mile run and then went to an no hour, hour of Pilates. What? <laughs> yeah. And then ran home from Who Pilates. Who the fuck does that <laughs> DMT in their system? And I walked around listening to this album. Um, I don't even know the name of the album, but the artist is Garth Stevenson. If anyone uh, is interested, the, oh, yeah. um, he plays like a, um, I guess it's a charp, a charp, a harp or a cello. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, and the last time I took three grams and laid in the bed, listened to this album and it's absolutely incredible. If anyone wants to just kind of zone out on it, it's really, really beautiful and makes me sad as well, which mm. I like hearing. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, Garth Stevenson, it's got little birds on the cover. So yeah, got that. And, um, it's wild. The, the, like the, um, Mm, like the computer programming, like mm. kind of digital, like weird um, um, simulation theory thing. Where like I'm literally plugging the DMT pen into my computer to charge it. Like Crazy. the connection of like, what is all of this? And yeah. Like the very, for anyone who's kind of had similar experience, that very kind of like computery, I don't know, like how to describe it any better. And I feel like that, like, I'm not like a huge nerd for the matrix, but the matrix kind of like, yeah, that's what I keep that, going to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Wait, this the like programmer. The, 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 yeah. The number, the, the binary, green, the the green numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like programming. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Code. Yeah. It's just, this is all just code. I think it's insane. See, this is the difference between you and I too, is that you would even try it out <laughs> on the spot without anybody else around uh -huh. that you would, and you wouldn't let anybody know. Yeah. Right. Like just in case you don't come Send back. SOS, yeah. Right. Like you're just like, <laughs> you do this, you taste it. Oh yeah. That's it. Yeah. And then, but maybe I should make sure yeah. <laughs> and then do it again <laughs> later. It's crazy. I mean, I think yeah. I've had a deep, deep enough of experiences with, uh, with, you know, a number of psychedelics that there is no, I mean, not, this is ridiculous. I was going to say there is no not coming back, but mm -hmm. I, I feel like I have enough grasp on it where there's like a, a, an observer of the situation of like, you know, what's happening right now. I think where like psychosis comes in where there is already a proclivity towards uh, psychosis or schizophrenia. Yeah. That yeah. someone's just like, what, like, you know, that like people, when you hear about like people who get dosed or like I yeah. mean, just drugged in general, where you're, something's coming on and you're not expecting it. Like yeah. I, I could anticipate I, the, all the feelings are, are familiar. So mm -hmm. it's not going to knock me off my, my tracks. Right. Yeah. Wow. Fuck man. Yeah. Crazy story. So wild. So grateful. Yeah. Um, and this, you know, if anyone else wants to send me anything, please feel free. I, I don't <laughs> oh like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about experience. Yeah. If you know, and I think, you know, when I put up the, I put up a post about, about, um, receiving the Adderall and yeah. there was a number of, of mixed, you know, feelings oh, along it and there's concern, which, you know, I, I get 
I get immediately defensive when people express concern for yeah, me. Right. Um, and I understand it's well-meaning, but it also makes me feel like you don't trust me yeah. enough to have enough sense to do it. Like, you know, that's the same thing, but with Jesus overtones, when somebody says they're going to pray for, for you. For sure. Yes. Right? Ex- that's the same feeling. It's yes, like, what? Exactly well, yeah, right. yeah, 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 like, yeah, I'm yeah. off the, I'm off the mark. Yes. Oh, and you have got it all figured out. Yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, I just, I think that you can, you can, uh, I think you can dabble. I think, I mean, yeah. some people can't, I, I can, I shouldn't say, I think, you yeah, can. I, I can, <clears throat> I, I trust that I can. Yeah. Well, and, and why I put that into perspective earlier about this being your first time ever taking it mm-hmm. is that I imagine, and this is the difference is, uh, I think people who have had a dependency on Adderall, if they hear that you're on it and you're whimsically talking about it mm-hmm. like and don't stop yeah oh, i'm not going to okay, i feel incredible <laughs> right so right <laughs> right so uh people just get reminded of right, that and they right. think that the romanticization mm-hmm. of those past times will be there in this time right and, right. and they're always chasing that yeah. and and just hearing that somebody's having a good time on something is, not you, everyone, but is that my fault? I mean, no, is that like, yeah, no, right? Like, do your fucking thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And in that, you know, that, that's, I think brings us to that, to the, to the post last night Yeah, that, that I was being, um, you know, and the majority of people who commented, I think a hundred percent of people that commented were kind of in on it. Like yeah. understood what I was talking about, not like promoting suicide. Like yeah. that never even fucking crossed my mind. I read and, the comments. I mean, yeah. a lot of them before it got taken. Yeah. Right. And it, you know, people were putting mushroom emojis, yeah. which I'm like, yep, yeah, you're kind of, you get it's it. The one like, I went to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah. And this was like that the post was inspired around this DMT thing. And I started, you know, kind of listening to podcasts and reading articles is like my, my curiosity of DMT is kind of restoked now that I have like access to it and just to kind of see what's going on. And there's like a bunch of new research that's happening and it's just really, really fascinating stuff. And so mm-hmm. the fact that that, I think again, it's that, it's that level of being misunderstood that I just want everyone to know exactly what I was talking about. And yeah. that's on me, of course, because like people come into my life very like recently of life being my Instagram yeah. world and see this and be like, well, is this fucking, you know, like this right. is horrible. And somebody reached out to me and said, Hey, I think I'm a big fan and I understand, you know, that you, there's no malice in this at all, but and I mean, just the irony of this, I can't help but laugh that it's, it's national suicide awareness month. Yeah. Didn't yeah. know that. I don't yeah. check what, you know, month it is. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's just, uh, again, it's just like anytime I post about stuff that's going to be upsetting to people, it upsets people. I yeah. I don't know. Well, and this ties into at least a couple episodes ago, I feel like where we were talking about the Durst situation, <laughs> <laughs> the Fred Durst situation of oh, not right. blaming yeah, yeah, yeah. the artist. Totally. Not yeah. blaming the artist for putting out things. I mean, I didn't think about that at all too. And I basically, I, I, I undercover work in mental health. I don't mm-hmm. work directly in it anymore, but it certainly is. I mean, that's a way of describing it. And, uh, so I, my first reaction was, this is actually what I live by. I mm-hmm. really think that this is important that yeah. everyone, the value in, and of course, don't like, don't go lose things, uh, purposely so you can have this experience. Right. But I think that loss is profound. Yeah, so I want to hear, just move this cord. Oh yeah. The other cord. Oh, okay. Um, I, I'm curious to hear what you think how you interpret that. Cause I do, cause I also, what I strive for unintentionally and I'm glad when it happens is that it's, that it is a broad level of interpretation. And yeah. So death to that, when people see that word, I didn't think about death, death. Yeah. Right. And so I didn't open up. So, so, so many ways. And so what do you think about that? Well, I thought, 
my, my thing was like um, loss or having like uh, my situation in ayahuasca where I thought I was going to die. Mm-hmm. And you think for a moment that it's all over, like or near death experiences are being ripped out of your, out of your um, mindlessness into the present and going like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, just that waking moment where you wake up from a dream mm-hmm. and, and the dream wasn't real where you were being chased right. by hounds or yes. whatever, you know, yes. that experience is valuable. I think it's valuable to, to, to come into like, what do I have in this life? Mm-hmm. You know, like I certainly have an opportunity, you know, I have an opportunity today to do things, to make something as life and to value all the things that I have. And that's really difficult to do because of the strong narratives. Like you're even talking about viewing a, a, a narrative in the earlier conversation about Adderall of like, Oh, all of that will be there for me. Right. That, that, uh, structuring of like, of sort of discontent or like, mm-hmm. uh, um, going from one project to another, yeah. not finishing things. Like, I think that's mainly, we're just walking through our lives, looking for enemies, undervaluing what we have. And so you're talking about, in that experience, like not, Hey, you should die at all. Mm -hmm. It's death as the concept of like, uh, um, um, like disruption or something, just like perspective shift, uh, loss. I think that for me, it's been incredibly valuable to lose things in both the waking world, the drug world, all all the worlds, like, Like really, you know, I, every day, no matter what day it is, and I'm not one of these no bad days (laughs) sticker people, (laughs) but no, that's all good. I think it's, I think no bad days is uh, related to, it's like an AA slogan. Yeah. I think it is. Um, but it's something along those lines and AA did it for me on some periphery level, like mm-hmm. the gratitude thing. It certainly showed me that there's more to this life than. Yeah. Than I think it can introduce a lot of concepts that people wouldn't otherwise have gotten to themselves. Definitely. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a broad, a broad spectrum where I think you can kind of pick and choose what you resonate with. The yeah. Most out of that. Yeah, exactly. But when you disrupt some system that you've been in, I mean, did you see this movie, the game? Oh my God. I love that movie. Michael Douglas. Holy shit. And that's it. Yeah, for sure. I used to watch that not knowing what that was all about and thinking like, and crying. Yeah. You know, and of course we, we shouldn't spoiler alert it, but it's, it, it has something to do with losing. Right. Like constantly losing things that you, that you value, that that you're out of touch with, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. you're out of touch with the value and all of what you have and then it gets shown to you. Right. And, uh, and so it's been valuable for me to lose. It's been valuable for me to be homeless. It's been valuable for me to have a psychological death, you know, and it's been extremely valuable for me to shift my egoic, uh, you know, structuring. Yeah. You know, will you tell Instagram that? So they'll let me put my post back. (laughs) Well, I love your, and then your sneak thing of like doing it on the story. Did that story get taken down too? It's taken down as well. And then did you, then, then I received, I mean, it it was all like happened very quickly. And I, you know, it's, it's a little, uh, it's a little unnerving. Cause like you said, I base a large, I, I, rely on this hugely for my business. So if I woke up tomorrow and my Instagram was gone, I've thought about that. I've like considered the implications of that in one degree of like, that would be horrible. And in another, that would be fucking incredible. It would be the most liberating for them to just be like, see you later. So I got this. 
were reaching out to offer help. So I got this. So it went into the succession. The post got removed last night and it gives you reasons. And it was, I'd fall under the, um, I forget what it said, but it was uh, promoting self-harm or something like right. that. And then, uh, so the post gets removed. And then this morning I wake up and see that the story I posted about the post getting removed, got removed. And then it said, we've made your account ineligible for product tagging. So that's like, you know, I put up a, a t-shirt and I, you know, you can click the image and then yeah. like- No, no, I know up. that thing. Yeah, yeah it's huge. That's, it's, yeah. it's a major way to just get people to get business basically. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, that's fucking horrifying. I click on a thing and then it basically opened up a thing and it just said, here are do's and don'ts. Mm -hmm. And it's just basically, it was like a very slap on the wrist. Like, don't sure. just stop doing that. And then yeah. you can just return. And I just clicked it and it returned my eligibility again. So that got turned back on. Oh. And I got this little oh. thing that said, we're reaching out to offer help. Someone thinks you might need some extra support right now and asked us to help. Oh my God. Which is sweet. And it's, yeah. and also falls under that you. thing. I don't yeah. need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, obviously like the person, <laughs> fuck <you. laughs> the person didn't say, Hey, dear Instagram, I, I think my friend might be depressed or, or sad. It was like, you know, it's, you can only click certain buttons and those certain buttons are very broad spectrum. It's yeah. like, again, the, it's lacking the nuance of, of, of reporting something to some, to a, this entity that, you know, has holds all the power. So like, yeah someone could have said, Hey, my brother killed himself. And this makes me feel a certain way. I don't want you to remove, you know, you can't do these, did it like this yeah, yeah, yeah. grant. So it's Highly very, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. very just broad. Like it, this gets taken down. And I mean, it happens to me all the time when I draw naked ladies, which is like all the fucking time. Is that right? I can't tag though. I can't product tag those images that have tits drawn on them. Huh? Yeah. Gosh, and, and I've, I've lived with that. It's totally fine. It, and I get it, I get it. Cause again, it's just a broad, a no, there's no nuance to, to the censorship that yeah. happens. And I know people that, you know, with breastfeeding photos or the, this kind of free the nipple situation, like we are, we it's, I, I kind of, I, I can see it from both sides. Like we should just be, have this unfettered way. And then also, you know, there's times where that stuff is helpful when people are fucking creeps or when people do nasty shit, you know, yeah. like I post, I have an, an alternate account that's basically just pictures of Daylu and sometimes pictures of me and Viana and Daylu and it's private and, and it's a small amount of followers. And it's just a way to kind of just for me to, you know, share photos of my kids with people who don't have access to that otherwise. And I put up one, I didn't even think about it. And it was just Daylu's butt, you know, a cute little photo of Daylu's butt. And it got, I mean, immediately, like I clicked post and it got pulled down. What? Yeah. And so there's some, uh, AI that's gotta be, you know, recognizing asses. Cause right. you know, when you have to like uh, show that you're a human and click on all the mailboxes, yeah. each photo or whatever, like, yeah, I mean, there's something that can just register that immediately. So for some of us, that's the best our ass ever looked. Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> ass aspirational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. So, so going to this AI, since we're on the AI thing, you put out a, an APB for information on whether or not people think that the phones are listening. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah what have been sure. your experiences since uh, saying that? I've still yet to personally experience the thing that you guys are all saying is, okay. is the truth. I Googled immediately after we talked and tried to confirmation bias my feeling yeah. and was like, see, there's information right here. And you go to you Google's go to like some, all. No, no, of course <laughs> we're not doing that, Darren. Um, there's there's uh, the the point, the the um, the the sort of the, the things that feel like affirm my thought on that is that it would be it would be a near impossible task to troll through all of the things that you're saying and find oh. ways to target it like it's it's not it's not um it's not that they wouldn't do it it's that they can't do it 
Uh-huh. So I, I err more on the side of that, that the fact that that microphone would have to be on all the time and just these like the ma- the millions of processes they would have to go through to troll down to get to dyslexia or a, or a cabin in Tahoe type yeah. of thing. And, and I mean, you know, uh, cabins in Tahoe, cabins in Tahoe, <laughs> donuts, donuts. Um, so, you don't think AI is smart enough to know that you're trying to fool it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm still, I would, I'm not firmly planted in saying like, no, 100% right. no. Um, but I'm, I'm still not on the, um, yes. No, that's perfect. But I can, but I'd love to hear evidence of that I'm wrong. No, um, and this is an evidence, but it's Trevor who has written in before and he's the one who had the, was listening to the podcast about a car accident or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the car jumped the curb thing, synchronicity. And he said, no, was, that was because the phone was listening to him. <laughs> the self-driving car just <laughs> the Tesla. <it> was <laughs> uh, in response to Darren claiming our phones aren't listening to us in the last episode. This is either proof that they are or seemingly meaningless digital synchronicity. A couple weeks ago, my wife and I, I met up with a friend we hadn't seen in over a decade while catching up. She started telling us about her boyfriend who she mentioned was part Armenian. From there, she went on to say that she hadn't really met many Armenian people except (laughs) for another friend she had back in high school. Is he trying to say American? (laughs) Oh, Armenian. What? What Armenian? Yeah. Um, it's a, oh, okay. Oh my God. What is it though? Are you now that, now that I'm forcing you to explain who an uh, Armenian is? It's a place that was, uh, the, the genocide occurred that a lot of people fled from there and came here. Is and it where still Armenia? Or is it uh, no, something else? It's something else now. Okay. Yeah. Something else. <laughs> yeah. It's in Tur- I, I feel like it was Turkey that did it. Um, at this point, yeah, and I don't. Not a history podcast, no. folks. <laughs> exactly. At this point, you probably see where this is going. I I'm don't. Going, I'm going, going. <laughs> so maybe it's important to mention that no, I'm not Armenian, nor have I ever had a reason to search for anything related to the word Armenian or had any similar conversations really uh, recently. The next morning, I went on YouTube to look up some DUI. DIY home repair <laughs> DUI. It's like well, immediately your story is discounted. <laughs> DIY home repair. Of, I was trying to look at how to get out of a DUI, <laughs> <laughs> which is the car jumping the curb trying to kill. It. Okay, um, so uh, then I went to go look up some DIY home repair tutorial, and when you know it, I'm immediately greeted by an ad for an Armenian heritage cruise. <laughs> being planned for the next year through the Caribbean. Um, Whatever this is, just thought I'd share it and say hello. Looking forward to maybe hearing Darren shit all over this. (laughs) (laughs) He threw all the shit at you. Oh, man. Uh, He said, good to hear. No, that's great. No, I think that's great. And then Drew, uh, our friend um, from Buffalo. Yeah. What did he have? Oh, pretzels. Oh, by the way, that's the the Armenian (laughs) post. Oh, that looks fucking slamming. <laughs> <laughs> the cruise is fucking slamming. 2022, folks, if anyone's that's interested. Right. Um, that's right. Yeah, he had something about talking about pretzels and like, it's all, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like w- with any of these things where, where early on in the show when I would really poo-poo your uh, synchronicities is because I haven't experienced them. Right. So like to take that leap of faith and and trust that something is happening to everybody else when it's not happening to me is, yeah. is kind of a tall order for me. But then it started happening to you. I mean, arguably, we could argue it if you like. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the synchronicities? Yeah, I get. When I mean, I guess like yeah, I was tuned into it a bit more. What was the license plate one? Uh, Do you remember that? There's something license plate where you're like, okay, this is 
Oh, Do you I remember that? No, I don't. I'll okay. have to go back and listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Was uh, it on the show? Call in if you remember that story. Yeah. <laughs> call in if you remember any synchronicities that I've had. Has anybody been calling? I don't think anybody's no. been 888-884-CYNIC. Oh, that was the <laughs> How many right eights? <laughs> uh, uh, trying to keep Yeah, no, no, no. Please, I encourage anyone. Because I, I, and I mean, you know, as, as like, I wouldn't be... Like I, that's awesome to hear that story. And, yeah. and I've heard like the, the reference I said of the cabinet tile. Cause when I started doing my research, I yeah. go to anything I want to ever know about, learn about, or, or get a, like I said, some confirmation bias, I put in, you know, uh, synchronicities, Reddit. And then I go through Reddit and I, cause you could just, that's just people, that's yeah. just people talking and sharing stories and stuff. And so, Oh, sounds like, great. <laughs> <laughs> to, uh, it was a, a very similar situation, but people were talking about a, ta- a cabin in to- uh, Tahoe and they then, you know, same thing. We're targeted with all these ads and there was some explanation within that with that uh, taking the the microphone or the phones listening to us out of the equation that so-and-so in the party had a, had a cabin in Tahoe and that's why they were talking about it. And so so-and-so is friends with the guy on social media. And so they're connected in so some way that they're, yeah, now yeah. as I'm even saying it, it sounds stupid. But <laughs> no, it is no. just like that. We are all sort of connected in a way. So yeah. this couple that he was talking to, is he friends with them on social media? Are they connected on Facebook or on Instagram? And My that, thought like, was that was that yeah. they, their phones got together uh-huh. and since they're in close proximity there's this oh so now you're you're positing a completely different conspiracy <laughs> well, theory that- i'm think i'm trying to come up with anything plausible additionally yeah. to add to right. this thing rather right, right. than the phones listening is that when phones are in close proximity and friends get close why wouldn't the phones know that they're close and then some sort of cross-pollination <laughs> of feeds you look stuff? over and they're like running away from each other like, um i just i think like i said last time it was that it was that uh, uh that there's enough, there's already enough information to, 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 to produce these results that we think that there's some nefarious, like listening in on the fucking Armenian cruise for this white guy in Philly or wherever it is. Yeah. I don't have an answer for that. I don't know. (laughs) That is like top thing, top banner. Yeah. You know, anyway, yeah, it is strange. I'm also realizing now that I use ad blockers on my on my browser, so I don't oh. hardly ever see ads. So I could be missing all sorts of evidence. Oh, right, that, no yeah. shit. Well, yeah. that explains everything. <laughs> uh, God damn it! You know the, the kind of energy that you have. My grandmother was telling me the other day about like this kind of energy my grandma used to have. <laughs> well, it is sort of. She told me the story about when she was 12. She rode her bike from Pasadena to Long Beach, and this is 25 miles. Yeah. She ditched school, which I never saw my grandmother as being rebellious. She was always like, she's the be still person. I always told, yeah. And was very kind of just strict within her thing and was always getting us to pipe down and don't play the piano that way Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But she's also the same person who brought in a lot of things that I believe today, you know, uh, one being God is love, you know, mm-hmm. and she was, is the that one true? Who, <laughs> yeah, well, it's whatever you want it to be, I guess. Um, so she said that, and she was a, she was the, also the child who was, uh, the product of rape, mm-hmm. you know, like my great grandmother's raped and had my grandmother. So she grew up without a father and she was raised by her mother and her mother's sister and they all lived in this house together and she felt like it was a uh, a really difficult strict household and at times she practiced rebellion and this was one of them she rode her bike by herself she said she even rode her bike on the freeway the 210 freeway before it was 
open. Oh my God. When it was awesome. being constructed, yeah. she fucking snuck her bike onto it and it's just riding on the freeway. Yes. And the, that thought in my mind of a little girl, a girl at 12 yeah. riding her bike on a, a big fucking freeway. Yeah. So well, cool. I felt like it doesn't turn as many heads as it would these days. She could have been riding down this thing, smoking <laughs> cigarettes and be like, yeah, that's the twenties. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they would say. That's, that's, that's the twenties. <laughs> that's true. So she, um, she rode her bike with her friend though. This is the the crazy part is that the story has always been that she rode her bike, but she told me that it was her friend was sitting in the seat and she was on the handlebars working the pedals while her friend was sitting on the seat and 25 miles all yeah. the way down to Long yeah. Beach, right? Got down there, went to a, um, a carnival and got some taffy <laughs> yeah and got popped by truant officers oh nice that's old school as fuck totally yeah, yeah. who knew that you, you should either be to- in school or in the coal mine when yeah that's why they sent out <laughs> truant officers yeah i remember right. hearing stories about those too. yeah it's true and truant and so it's truant so she she um got popped and then was put in like basically a jail for a few hours <laughs> uh-huh. with her and her friend. Yeah. And her friend was, uh, her friend's mother came to pick them up. And then the whole ride back, my grandmother was being berated by the mother, just mm-hmm. going like, you're a, you're a terrible influence on my daughter and blah, blah, blah. And she, my grandma said that she was holding back tears the whole time, but who fucking right. Who does that anymore? Yeah. Like, well, we don't do anything. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Kids don't do anything. Adults don't do anything adventurous or risky or I I can't believe that. Like we're also safe and and I think that the, that's good, but there's also like, there's no, there's no risk anymore. Really. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really true. Tiger, Tiger's talking about, he, uh, he told me last night he's going into the gum business. Okay. G-U-M. Um, he's, do you remember like going to school and if they didn't like friends selling candy? Yeah. I, oh, I'll tell you what I used to sell. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. After we hear about okay. well, he wants to buy investors. Bunch, yeah. He wants to buy a bunch of gum uh-huh. and then sell it for a highly inflated profit. Yeah. Um, and he said, Hey, and you know what, if they get caught chewing gum in class, you know, we're just, we're, we're not liable for that. <laughs> he was like, he's like, we don't have liability. Like once you buy it, if you chew yeah. it, wherever you chew it, like, yeah. and that's basically your message with yes. the death message. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you choose to do with this is right, like, right. this is an expression. Yes. And I think as we should all be absolved from, uh, any sort of consequences for our actions. Yeah. All right. <laughs> right. Perfect. <laughs> Well, yeah. And, and it sounds like the consequences for you were pretty minor, but what did you, what did you, I, so my, my brother, this is like, this will, this will show my age, uh, <laughs> trading cards of any kind oh, used to be a thing. Sure. Hold on now. Uh-huh. Don't, don't dismiss this. It's just some <laughs> normal trading cards. <laughs> oh, these were hustler trading cards. No way. So they depicted women in very graphic poses gotcha. uh, and on the back would have their stats as yeah. you would any other sports trading card. Yeah. Um, how, what do they, how do they do it? Chest waist hips measurements, no you know, that's women used to oh, be sure, quantified sure. into measurements. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a little fun fact about the, the, the uh, model. Yes. used to be. Yeah. No, right. <laughs> um, I don't I just don't feel like I feel, I see those like measurements anymore. No, you know, it's like true. It would probably be in like maxim where like they'd even, that might've been like the last vestige of yeah. like measuring out. Well, maybe, maybe they still do. Is even hustler even a thing anymore? I, I don't even some, know. To some degree. God, I'm glad I don't know. Um, and so, yeah, my brother had, uh, 
had access to a guy whose father owned a, like a, a trading card store, which is like wild that it used to just be like a brick and mortar place that they specifically sold baseball cards and basketball cards. And that was enough of a fucking industry. I feel like yeah, cards yeah. at some point, but, um, so yeah, they had, he had these trade, these hustler trading cards and like this, my brother had this little safe. Like I remember being a kid and ever having like any kind of like safe or like a little thing with like, yes, get, you know, just little yes. like fun things that were your things. And, and especially like in any sort of sense of security and like all these ways that, you know, we could hide from our parents or whatever. And, and the, you know, I, I broke into it one day and, you know, wasn't very secure. How? Locked. It was, I mean, you could just kind of put, okay. push it, put, pull it open. Yeah. And it was a, it was a pretty good stack of cards. And so I started kind of taking some out in like, okay, you know, when you like the, and I never did this, but it's a pretty tropey like liquor bottle where you like know how much liquor is in there and you like fill with water. So your parents don't know that any liquor. Yeah. Been of taken course. Out I, of, I know, know the old method. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. So I was doing the same with these hustler cards of like, oh. I can't take too many, but, and so oh. I had them in this like secret pocket in my jacket, which I also used to love secret pockets and jackets I had them in my thing. And I it was eighth or ninth grade and I'd sold them to my fellow students. And I mean, totally, wow. the, being in the, in the skin trade yeah. <laughs> at, a, at that young of an age, pre-internet, I mean, right. the boners that I was producing in this middle school on a daily right. basis. Right. I mean, to like, I can, wow. and this is no joke. If I, if I have like a, um, like a catalog comes into mail or something like that with mm -hmm. that kind of like matte finish or that like shiny finish yeah, still smells, I can still smell the hustler trading cards. Uh -huh. Like I can still smell that. Yeah. And I remember one, there was a, it was, she was a particularly large woman, uh, on the, the top measurements. And yeah. she was like my, it was my prize trading card. And for whatever reason, I, I sold it to a dude and I, I had to go back to him and say, Hey man, I didn't mean to sell you that one. Can I get it back? Oh no. <laughs> and then, and, uh, so yeah, hold on. Oh, it's stuck to my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then my brother, who is just like the master at, at making people uncomfortable if he's choosing to do so. Mm -hmm. One day we were in the living room and my parents weren't home and he brought, brought the safe out in the living room and didn't say a word, you know, opened it up very, just like, you know, going through it and just right. ma making me just sit there and fucking sweat. And we never talked about it because I think it would have been too embarrassing to like admit that he had the cards. And so oh. it went unspoken, but it was definitely like, Hey, I fucking know you're taking these cards. Yeah. Stop it. Um, but yeah, I mean, just that like idea of having, uh, I just, and I think it ties into the, to how different things are. And and I applaud tiger for making an effort to like, <laughs> do something different. Like, I just feel like there isn't that, uh, that excitement where we can, we can hearken back to these little moments in our life that were just so special and not to say our yeah. kids aren't going to have special moments, but they just seem a bit more few and far between because of the internet, because the internet, because you can just be it's on your true. fucking phone and you yep. don't do, you don't get into wild shit. Like we used to break into shit. We used to like get into all go to places we weren't supposed to go and, and just be a band of like fucking ragtag, like little rascals yep. type energy. Yeah. And it's like, who, who desires that anymore when you just got everything you need in front of you? It's the last of a dying breed. Yeah. <clears throat> um, your story made me think about made me horny. <laughs> <laughs> no, the interconnectedness of things. And okay. so, and, and it'll tie back into even how we began, uh, this episode. Nice. So, okay. So you were basically responsible for a lot of boners at your yeah. school you may have been the first person to show somebody a naked woman. Yes. From that, I don't know if you have the same kind of imprinting that you have, or I don't know if you carried an imprint of what uh, hot looks like mm -hmm. to you from early images that you saw either in porn or in, on these cards. Mm -hmm. And that shaped like me being exposed to porn at a young age shaped how I saw 
women Mm -hmm. and what I was attracted to. So not only did you give boners, but you might have introduced people to what their preferences were. You may have, (laughs) right. You know, right. For sure. For sure. And, and, and set people off on this, this course that maybe is virtuous. Yeah. And maybe is deviant, yeah. You know, or but, or, ne- or somewhere in or between, neither, right? Yeah, it's just that, or it's neither. Just like yeah, preferences. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. right. So you're a part of setting preferences. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's that. I thought about also. Um, oh, what was it? Well, okay. So this morning, I'm in my head about our conversation today, <laughs> yeah. And then you just go right into it, yeah. Like, and I'm blown away that you're just talking about this thing that I've just been in my head about and like something to contend with of like, what is this? What's happening? Mm -hmm. I know that I'm kind of like seeing my past in this as well. And I'm Mm -hmm. going, I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I have, I haven't been going out of my way to connect with you. Right. Right. So. Um, when we do is real bare bones and part of it is the show yep. and part of it is just, I, I really want to maintain this mm-hmm. and uh, I don't, rather than getting into all the complications of what's going on in my life and having you uh, base your uh, interactions with me on whatever temperature I'm in, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just kind of, staying in my lane. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm thinking about all that. And, and you said a minute ago, you were like, when you left, you broke up the dynamic. Now I'm thinking about the interconnectedness of that also that could it could, <laughs> did we all have a part in the thing disbanding? Don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the complications that were going on sure, at the time sure, I was talking sure, sure. about. Well, I mean, and I like think the, uh, yeah, I think what, yeah, the point you're getting at is that the kind of a butterfly effect of right, existence, no right. matter what you do and, and what you spoke to last week of, <laughs> of like vegans who drive at night and yeah. kill bugs. Like that, I guess that's in its way. It's its own butterfly effect, <laughs> yeah. but just that we, you can't, oh it, unless you kill yourself, what you can't fuck? not have an effect on this fucking world. Right. And you don't. And I don't think that it should be crippling in, in that, like, oh my God, if I step out of this door that I might, you know, brush someone and they fall like yeah, just that no, it's not going to like right. kill people or like whatever. It's just like that, that is just the nature of existence. That it we is. are just affecting. We but are can affecting. we, but does it help us to know that? That's the question. I mean, well, it depends. Yeah. If you choose to, if you choose to see it as like, I mean, I think that there's probably people who, who are, are wholly altruistic and are, um, full of, philanthropic and, uh-huh. and, and they're like, I do affect it and I have the means to do so. Oh, and I'll yeah. start a foundation and do this thing. Right. I'll start a nonprofit and do, and, and create great change in the world. Or there's people that probably are crippled by it and are yeah. agoraphobic because they don't want to fuck. I don't want to have anything to do with the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, so I don't know. I'm working with somebody who's <laughs> like a, a gi- millionaire, gi- gigantic, that's, you yeah, know, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a real yeah, word. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and he is talking about doing all this philanthropic work. And my, 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 the thing that I pose to that is it's the same thing that I would pose to somebody who's has reliance on AA meetings mm-hmm. is what happens when you can't do that? How are you going to be okay with yourself if you can't have money to throw at something? Right. Or someplace to go when uh, shit hits the fan. Yeah. And that's the whole part of the practice of getting, you know, and, and part of the practice is seeing that you have an effect on the world. Yeah. And that you're, there's no isolated events. Right. And this one also, I was thinking about you and your brother and, you know, 
it's easy for you to trace all of how your brother was difficult with you. Mm-hmm. And then there's this moment where you go, you break into his stuff, you take some of the things mm-hmm. it's never talked about. And is any of that in where you guys are at right now? Yeah. Is a question. Yeah. I mean, he did really value those cards. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boobs were very valuable well, in the nineties. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a really good example of how, things ripple out and how there really isn't like we want to we're a country right now and um that's needing enemies and i keep talking about this like we've always been that yeah but now the sides even who used to protest the idea of an enemy are now having enemies right and so we're so divided and thinking about 9-11 coming up and i watched I hadn't thought about like dug into all. Did you the, watch Turning Point on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, me too. You did, yeah. Oh, that's we I haven't talked fin- about I haven't it. Finished it yet? But I'm I'm in it. Oh, yeah. but you finished it. <laughs> you lived through it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it, great information in there, and also it's a narrative. And then if you go from switch from that to watch, like, remember Loose Change? Yeah. So if you switch to that and watch this, it's this whole other thing for sure. For where sure. it's saying that like the whole thing was orchestrated. Yeah. Um, you know, to be able to promote a war. Yeah. And so anyway, the terrorists that have been going on for all the terrorists that have uh, affected the world in the last 20 years mm-hmm. have been Jamie was, successful. Jamie was air quoting there, by the way. <laughs> I was air quoting. Yeah. Well, I just mean, isn't... Okay, so the notion of terrorist is a story on the side of those who have been victimized. For sure. And does it just begin that somebody is wanting to hurt us or have we done catastrophic damage sure, and then right, fucking yeah. left? Yes. Done yes. catastrophic damage in other countries mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, killed people senselessly. Those children have grown up to, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So when I say terrorist, I just mean I'm a Buddhist and I, 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 I can't look at anybody with strong labels For sure. like this. So, so, uh, um, so anyway, so the, there's all of that. Let's see. What was I? Let's see. Nine eleven. Um, even even the Adderall's not. I'm not able to keep up. With the, <laughs> the threads you're running here. <laughs> uh, um, so oh yeah, the enemy thing. Yeah. So what terrorists have been successful at is that now we're turning on each other. Yeah. Our own are shooting up schools. Uh, we are divided into red and blue. It's almost like the Palestinian state and, and, uh, Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, we're fighting each other now. And that may have been, if there was ever, a um, a, a sort of like you were talking about lighting the fuse, mm-hmm. lighting the fuse was hitting the trade center and, and, uh, and the Pentagon mm-hmm. allegedly. <laughs> right. And then. And then having us all having the ripple effect be us all turning on each other, yeah, you know, and killing ourselves, which is the ultimate goal. I feel like of any terrorist mm-hmm. is to have people turn on themselves and forget about, you know, forget about them. Yeah, you know. And I don't even. What, what did you take away from the the nine eleven thing? What happened uh, on nostalgia? Well, the tips? thing, the the. I mean, la, la, I mean, it's it's it's. Um, it's insane seeing the images and their, how, how hauntingly effective they still are. Yeah. I mean, from a, from a design standpoint of, of uh, a meaningful, iconic uh, right. uh, imagery that they, that they, you know, targeted, it's all, it was all extraordinarily effective. And I was also thinking like, and you know, 
obviously I'm glad it didn't happen because it's just loss of innocent lives. But if they were able to hit the white house, you imagine if the white house as a symbol was just destroyed and right. they probably would have built, rebuilt it like a week later to, right. to retain that image. But if that was struck and that, I mean, just it's hard to imagine, but yeah, the images of, of, uh, uh, which I think are the most particularly haunting are the ones of the people jumping. Right. Cause it's so fucking hot. Absolutely. Choosing that. And Viana and I just kind of sat in like disgust and thought like just that moment, that, yeah, that, that moment, yeah. decision. And then, you know, and it's, I always think with, with death, it's like you, it's, it's almost just like irrelevant. Cause it's not, you know, you're, you're, you're up there. You're, you're in so much pain from the fire. You choose to to jump, mm-hmm. you fall, you're falling, you're, you're, cons- whether, you know, we can only hypothesize what someone's is capable of going through in their yeah. mind when they're falling that depth, how long you're falling, you hit the ground, you're dead. All of that, just rewind all that. That's all irrelevant. Cause you're not, at least the way I believe it, you're not on the other side being like, Oh my God, I can't believe I fell that long. Wow. That was actually right, a little longer right. than I thought it was going to be. Oh, it was really hot up there. It's like, just done. Just, yeah. It's done. Yeah. 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 So, but it, you know, regardless, it's still awful. So it, it's just like those sort of things only affect the living. So yeah. the people that died in the building are dead and, and they're probably, presumably in a better place. And so we're the ones left here to kind of sift through it all and, and understand it and try and really just get it. And my, um, my, the thing that I took away from it in this particular, uh, series called yeah. turning point was the history of how we got to where we were yeah. with, with, with like the fucking, which I didn't really get. And I'd, I'd love to understand a little bit more as to wh- why the Russians uh, are, uh, invaded Afghanistan to begin with. They, they invaded it because they felt that they could. Yeah. And just, like, and just to just take over to Russian dominate some, well, just, it's the yeah. same thing as like China to Tibet. Right. I mean, it's just an area that they felt like they could, could take. Yeah, it's not anywhere fucking near They Russia. explained something <laughs> I know, like I that. No, I it is kind of missed it, but yeah. Yeah. They explained what also, the relationship you, was like. I also learned that there's a country, country called Tajikistan. <laughs> Tajikistan. Never fucking heard of that. It's yeah. up there with all the other stands. I think. Right. Um, and so, yeah, just that kind of the, the history and then, you know, how bin Laden kind of came, came to be and just all the people before him and, and, and that were worked with him and stuff. So that was all like enlightening for me because, you know, that we armed at, the Taliban yeah. back in the cold war. I mean, right. to fight right. the and Russians. We didn't want like, then there was this like, well, we don't want a new Russia coming in here and, and having a presence. And so we were right. like, kind of trying to be like, all right, well, we'll empower you and leave you to fight. And that wasn't, you know, and they gave them these fucking, um, these weapons that yeah. just decimated the abilities of the Soviets. So they retreated. Right. And I think that, you know, there was this friendship between the United States and Afghanistan for doing that. They, yeah. they saw us as honorable and caring. Yeah. And then, well, that, you know, and you're saying they, that's like, we don't know that like that. Maybe we, the, the powers that be felt that way. Cause it was mutually beneficial, but the people could have very day one could have been like, well, you just got fucking Russia right. out of here. Now you got America in here like that. Right. That so I guess of, I should and say that's the simmering thing that yeah. I think was the, the, the sentiment. And then bin Laden was able to come in and, and not exploit that, but, but take advantage of that, that sentiment. Or even he, he felt that way himself of like, we don't want on a fucking empirical presence in our country. This Once is our we country. went to Iraq and we did the same thing. Is it, I'm I'm speaking on the narrative of the film, so yeah. I'm not going to say that I know anything. No, for sure, of this. for yeah. sure. Yeah. So this is just all what's been posed in the film is that we we did have a good relationship with the Taliban. They, this uh, they, is a history podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we talk this way about any fucking documentary, <laughs> honestly. Um, but this is a obviously this is a this is a uh, country changing yes. scenario, you know, for us. Never um, forget. Yeah. So, 
so we were friends with the Taliban. We helped them uh, get the enemy or the enemy the way that they saw them, the enemy, out. Uh, there was a good relationship there. And then we invaded Iraq and bin laden was successful at pointing out see these people they're just coming in to use you for they're they're trying to use us for our oil look they did it again in iraq mm -hmm. and successfully turned the taliban over to this belief that that we're the enemy yeah. and that we just come in we take what we want we pose as we're friendly but we're trying to impose our ideas and and from the point of view of let's just say that was here for a second. Yeah, for sure. Which is difficult for anyone to really imagine. Totally. Yeah. If that was it's here and there the was like, there's just a foreign presence. Right. Marching. And Canada is <laughs> like, <laughs> no, here trying to get us. <laughs> I'd be very happy. With that. <laughs> right. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's just, we, uh, I, I do that. I put myself in the shoes of the other, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, there is no true story. Yeah. There are these narratives that we're comfortable with and we're going to keep living with. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like sway anyone from their beliefs. Mm -hmm. All I'm opening up is that they're just like our friendship. There's all these dimensions a lot of them aren't true mm -hmm. and we're, we're believing these narratives all day. And one of the things that helped me was I stopped to pee uh, before I walked over here and I'm Out peeing my body into the earth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I throw back to fucking episode five or some shit. Um, I'm peeing and I look over and I see, and I'm peeing outside. <laughs> Sometimes I pee outside because for whatever reason. Oh, dude, this I fucking hate that our place is two stories and that the bathroom is up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, my difficulty with peeing, like I, I found a hack and the hack is if I put my feet in gravel. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just happened. I happen to be, yeah. ha have my feet in gravel and it yeah. just comes out easy. So I'm, I'm peeing on the wall and uh, where you used to pee, which was, yeah. we used to call Darren's bathroom when you come over and visit. <laughs> <laughs> and I look over and I see this tiny sprout mm -hmm. coming out of the wall. Yeah. This tiny little sprout of something yeah. that's growing through the fucking wall. Yeah. And I go, this is a story in the world. There are many stories in the world. This is a story that I'm just coming acro across because I'm peeing out here, uh -huh. but this little sprout, I wouldn't have even known about. And doesn't that say that maybe this thing that you're locked into about what things are like or mm -hmm. why you're getting hurt is just the conversation you're having with yourself, Yeah, you know, and that there are many possibilities and many stories um, side note about that the plant growing through, uh, concrete. Yeah. It's actually um, invasive. It's going to crack the wall and bring our <laughs> whole apartment building down. <laughs> My old Lakota teacher used to say like, he'd go, he'd call that the tenacity of life. Uh -huh. You know, he said that he'd be on the freeway and he'd be stuck in traffic on the one one going South. Yep. Just and then some, stand some still. twelve year old ghost woman with smoking a cigarette would ride her bike down. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Take the Adderall out of the system. Uh, he said he looked over and he noticed a plant growing through the concrete. Yeah, and he was like, like it, it, it provided him the same kind of story of like, God, I'm locked into this fucking fighting traffic thing. And I yeah. got all the demands of what's waiting for me. And now I got to explain shit to the boss. That's right. Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just he, he saw that life just does what life does. And it's going to, 
life on its own is strong and can even grow through concrete, you know, beautifully. And, you know, uh, life is, it's, it's tenacious, you know? And so thinking about that, it touched me into that story and it also brought me out of mine. Mm -hmm. And I think psilocybin also on a microdose level is something that really helps with these ideas because I know that I've been really locked in before to a narrative yeah, and then all of a sudden go like, wait, this is just a fucking story. And then you have other options. Yeah. Well, that uh, opening up that neuroplasticity where we are so rigid, our brains end up kind of, I mean, to use a a descriptive word, maybe not a a scientific word, but calcify to a, to a certain degree. And there it is. Your thoughts are locked in there and and that's it. And that's, you know, that's the the big kind of buzzword around what the benefit of all of these microdosing, you know, not anything, but, but things that are even with, I'm hearing evidence of, of there's, there's a, you can get to a sub, a sub psych psychedelic level with DMT in it and it opening up neuroplasticity. You basically microdosed DMT the other day. Yeah, for sure. You did. Yeah. And I will continue to do so until I run out and, then, <laughs> and I yeah. start sucking dick for DMT. <laughs> you already are, brother, that vape pen. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that what I'm feeling like uh Vian and I, we were out to dinner last night and, and saw this uh girl maybe 14 or 15 and you know i'm sure she was sweet a sweet person but just on a you know kind of a, a surface level we worried for her just mm-hmm. the choices the the style the like the the presume this is all presumptions about this person and it kind yeah. of opened up a greater conversation of like the the level of vanity that our their kids are kind of suffering through of, yeah. of being shown examples of social media influencers and and people who are for all intents and purposes just selling themselves so you saw a victim of of the times yeah for sure of. i mean yeah she she fits in like she yeah. is like she's you know part of the herd of like of of the style and that there's you could see that it's like very much like if i do anything that deviates from this i will be the outcast so and so mm-hmm. you know to empathize with that it's it's a very very basic tribal kind of idea of yeah. being part of the herd if you're outcast you're you're dead basically yeah. and so you know i understand all that and so i think that there's just like that that um what i hope is the hope for our future is that we continue to push into these these uh, this research around psychedelic um, therapy therapies and, and ways of just I think microdosing is extraordinarily fascinating. I've been doing it for several months now on a regular basis, and I I I see it as one of the one of the many one of the few points in my life that uh, that are contributing to a better mind state. Mm-hmm. And that is with meditation, diet, exercise, and microdose. So yeah, I think that. I think that we are onto something. I think that the mushroom is showing up in a way that's like going to provide us this way of kind of breaking out of it. This other thing I heard yesterday was really interesting on this podcast that they were talking about DMT and they're talking about the research that's being done, very new research. This is only like a few months old and I'm going to butcher it. It's going to be podcast science, but yeah. that there's a, that there's, Oh, that there's been a, a, a hypothesis that there's an, endog- there's an endogenous production of DMT in our body uh-huh. and yeah. that, you know, it's never really been proven. It's been proven right. like, yeah, kind of kind like of. maybe in the pineal gland, right. Right. we're not really sure, but the, the, now that there's moving towards some, some evidence that there is, they've definitely like proved it within uh, um, laboratory rats, which, you know, you can be like, well, that's rats. What about human? And then I guess they've been using some in vitro cells where they've been seeing it. So it feels like there's some, some evidence to that. And this guy was kind of speaking less scientifically and a little bit more anecdotally or kind of um, theoretically of, of that DMT or LSD or psilocybin or, or aspirin or, or anything we take outside of our body that all it's doing is 
uh, um, activating the endogenous um, medicine inside of our body mm-hmm. that allows the healing or the breakthrough or or whatever to happen. Makes and so perfect sense. Right now, I'm on a drug. Yeah. But the drug is activating my own serotonin. That's my right. My own just that's right. All these things that are already in us. The, the that's pharmacy right. is within our body. It has the come it has the code. Yeah. It has right. the code to unlock something that's already in your yes, body. Yeah. And so just that like that thought I had the last time I did mushrooms where I ma- imagined the mushroom kind of taking my ego aside and and, and getting me out of the way. And not yeah. the medicine the mushroom wasn't in there doing all the things. It was no. just helping yeah. move away and allowing us to have our own healing. And so I think within that, the mushrooms feel like there's a potential for us to just act access these things that we just kind of forgotten. Well, and it once again points to the point of uh, any spiritual path that's worth its salt, that it is all inside of you. All of the answers are there. And also that the body knows how to heal. Mm -hmm. If we allow it, we keep telling it what the fuck to do. Yeah. Do it this way. Do it this way. Uh, did those laboratory rats like all of a sudden quit smoking and demand organic food? Yeah. They went running three miles and did Pilates. It was incredible. Yeah, that's, that's my role models now. Um, no, it isn't that amazing how that, that, that did you ever see uh, or read or, or uh, listen to or engage in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. Really, really good. And we should hmm. watch that together. And I know we always say these things. We never do them, but right. uh, add it to the list. Yeah. Uh, it's got most definite. He's fucking oh, hilarious. Yeah. In it. And then um, Martin Freeman, who plays um, the, the main character in it. And then uh, Sam Rockwell. It's just like, it's incredible. Wow, incredibly, great cast. really, really funny movie. And it was poo-pooed, um, right? I mean, it was it like, was, it was yeah, like it was kind of panned. Critically panned. It's one of those yeah. things where like, you know, I don't get it. Like, yeah. you know, what did you want? Like what right. it's, per, it's, it's, I think it's a beautifully, a beautiful adaptation of this story. Anyway, that's what I feel about the master. <laughs> what, who was poo poo in that? Everybody. It's oh, got really? like 43% or something on Rotten that's Tomatoes and stupid. nobody saw it in the theater. Yeah. This is beautifully shot. And like, yeah, I saw it in the theater. me too. Yeah. By myself. <laughs> oh, nice. Fuck yeah, yeah. That was actually one of the rare times I went with somebody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, in, in that, the ultimately, and it's not a, I'm like a spoiler alert because it's a fucking book from like the eighties. Right. Um, the, the mice are the kind of the ones who are, who are in control and, and they end oh. up, they're the smartest beings on the planet. And, and we're the kind of, we are the lab rats, right. You know, they kind of flip making them pizza. Like, yeah, we're making right. them fucking pizza and throw, <laughs> making them garbage, which they prefer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so just uh. that interesting, uh, and, and how that the, there's any sort of, uh, kind of connection as we use those as ways of getting, you know, to test things as, as, you know, as moralistically wrong as that could and probably is to do that to them. But that there's like that we can, what's the, how are we connected to mice and rats in any way? Like mm-hmm. where, what is that? Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. And, and I guess God bless them. Cause I think that they've helped further a lot of research and do things that we couldn't do to other humans. Cause that's wrong. Well, yeah. And, and there are, uh, there are also, to come back to it, there are a lot of spiritual paths that actually say that things are outside of you. And early Christianity was like that. Yeah. It was saying that, you know, that God is something outside of you that is something to be feared. And I, I read this morning uh, from Chogyam Trungpa, and he said, uh, Buddhism is a non-theistic religion. There's no belief in an external savior. Buddhism is synonymous with the realization of egolessness which is first discovered through the practice of meditation. As far as Buddhists are concerned, you no longer have to make sacrifices in somebody else's name, trying to get yourself saved or to earn redemption. You no longer have to push yourself overboard so that you'll, you'll, you'll be, Oh, you'll, you'll get a smile from the guy in the clouds who watches us, the old man with the beard. As far as Buddhists are concerned, the sky is blue and the grass is green. 
as far as Buddhists are concerned, human beings are very important and they have always been, and they've never been condemned except by their own confusion, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, one of the only <clears throat> like large spiritual paths that say, do it, do whatever you want. Yeah. Like believe whatever you want. Right. You know, uh, there's, uh, you, you can, you can, welcome in Christ and Muhammad and all the others and still be a Buddhist. You know, Mm. you don't have to pick something because it's like picking something is the very definition of egoic. Right. And so at the core of the Buddhist teachings, it's egolessness. And you're finding that without even being a Buddhist, you're finding that why you're going to and what psychedelics are pointing to Mm -hmm. is that our realities that are confusing are confusing because of what we're adding to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, oftentimes like, and then that, that feeling of being um, kind of told that I should do or shouldn't do something where I, where I get kind of like, what, what, like, yeah, well, there's a confusion and, and within that confusion comes a frustration because I'm like, no, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know what, I mean, or to some degree, I know what I'm doing here and I'm trusting this, this deep, deep intuition. And then to have some, especially when it's people who don't fucking know me and want to give advice through social media, which is all just garbage anyway, but that, that, that like that, that triggers in me uh, a defensiveness because I'm like, I got, I got here, not, you know, solely on my own, but, but I do really heavily rely on my own intuition, my own gut, my own feeling. And when I choose to, to, to elicit uh, console, no, counsel, counsel, counsel from somebody else that that's, that's big for me to like really reach out. And so I think that there's, I guess, yeah, just really kind of bringing it back to the fact that we have it all, we have it all in us and there's a so much fucking static and so much noise and just so much exterior bullshit that, that uh, makes you doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the body is amazing. And, and, uh, I think that, that true spirituality is, um, not having anything defined. Hmm. You know, and that's when you start to define things and we start to go, it's this way, it's that, this is the thing, you know, and, uh, within Buddhism, it's, it has a self-destruct button built into it. And that's what I love. It's saying like, Hey, the, the person that brought all this to the forefront was a person. Mm -hmm. It was just a human being, a regular human being who unlocked a bunch of stuff without psychedelics. Yeah. And it's weird that, 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 that. Buddhism is traced back to a part, like to a person. Yeah. Like, I mean, it almost just feels like it kind of just should have been, not should have been <laughs> re- rewrite Buddhism, Buddhist history here, <laughs> from your couch. <laughs> it's yeah, hunched well. over on drugs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That it, I mean, I guess it has to be, you know, brought to one person, one person has to kind of bring it out. But um, it, I mean, is there any other thought that there's, that there were simultaneous Buddhas happening? Yeah. It's not John Buddha. No, like, he wasn't. He, he, he was, he was known as the awakened one, which was like a supreme example, but there were plenty others before him yeah. and after him. Right. And, uh, you know, both male and female, yeah. you know, who, uh, touched it. They were just this. like, I like, we could market his figure, his big belly, and his, <laughs> his jovialness. Like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that. yeah. Right. Yeah. No, but I mean the, the, the best part about it is that it's, it just says that just like what you're just, you're describing, you know, being a master to yourself, Yeah. you know, that that's what is possible as being a human being is that you don't have to reach for anything ethereal. Yeah. Anything that hasn't uh, had been a living example. Right. You know? Yeah. Something that, you know, uh, also 
going to the extremes in life has been very valuable and not just kind of being born into something. And then, you know, there's a lot of, um, spiritual leaders who are just kind of born into, uh, situations. And I think that that's arguable even about, uh, the Dalai Lama, he's like the 14th, mm-hmm. you know, that you're kind of born into this, but most reincarnates explain like, hey, I don't know what everybody here is talking about. I'm just, I'm just Joe or yeah, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, right. they, they don't remember their past incarnations at yeah. all, you know, but I guess there's a continuation in all of us that can be unlocked and, and for you to even have um, some of the agency that you're having in your life uh, implies at least within the Buddhist tradition that you've been doing this a long time, mm-hmm. that it hasn't just happened in this life. Yeah, yeah. That one's a tough one. Cause I, I mean, I, not that I need to touch into it and I can trust that whether it is my first time or a hundred, a thousandth time, if I'm doing what I feel is right. And in, in this moment, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about how people need to gather to, or, or I think that inability to find that thing that we're talking about within themselves, yeah. that wholeness, that, that stillness, that knowledge, that, that intuition, that, that out of that has been born, um, you know, secularism, the, the, or that, that there's buildings, that there's places, that there's gatherings. And yeah. there's like, there's someone standing literally at a pulpit that you sit and listen to. I just, I, I, I have a hard time understanding that. And I've, well, I think and, it's a very reason. Okay. So like you've been in thought about us, and mm-hmm. then when we get together, it gets dispelled yeah. because you, we have the reflections of each other and go like, Oh, it's not you like, yeah. you know, or maybe like some aspects are, but that's not even a big deal. Right. Right. You know, right. And, and we get together and we can see each other Yeah, and you know, every other place you're just with your own mind, which yeah. you know, like how complicated that can be yeah, already. Yeah. Right. 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 So getting yeah. together is just like a hall of mirrors. Yeah. You know, I think the thing is that I often uh, think about how easy it would be to be that monk in the cave because yeah. you're not taking everyone's bullshit and, yeah. and mixing it into your own pot of bullshit and getting confused by it and then needing to like reconcile or, or, or repair with other people that, that, you know, I, I often just fantasize and I was literally last night on Zillow looking up places in Vermont <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere, crazy, beautiful houses. We were talking about Vermont last night, like 3000 square feet. That's way more than I need, but mm. half the mortgage payment would be half what I'm paying for this tiny ass apartment. Mm. That's whatever. But yeah, just that, like, just to, to make my life easy in my mind, making my life easy is removing everything. Right. Yeah. Of course. And then that makes sense that that, that appeals to you at this point, you know? And I think that at least for me and like for Lacey and a few other people that I know, you get to a point where kind of all you want to do is just sit around and study mm-hmm. and work on yourself. Yeah, and, for sure. For you sure. Know, um, but we do like, unfortunately we need others or else we can't see our own reflection. And that's why this mm-hmm. phrase, and it's been brought up on this podcast before, but we're like, I, and I think it's a Christian phrase, but it's like where two or more are gathered, I will be there. And I talked about, I think, I think it was on this podcast. I don't know where it was. And that's my problem is that these days, whenever I'm talking to anybody, I go, yeah. Um, I don't know if I said this yeah. on the podcast or what do I say this to you or whatever. I don't know where I'm saying things, but, uh, that, that phrase bothered me for so long because I just was like, what does that mean? Like what, like if God is in all of us, yeah. then why do we need another? Yeah. And it's mainly because we can't see our reflection. That's I true. finally got it. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess if there was like, if there wasn't any need for anyone else, then God would have just made one 
person. Right. In his image. Right. Perfect. Done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, I think what I'm, and, and I'm, and maybe you can to, uh, kind of relate to this is that I think that there's, uh, at least this point in my life, there's a need for the cave yeah. and there's a need for the outside of the so cave true. and those can't be, uh, that, that they have to kind of be equal or, or find some balance or percentage of whatever works for you. But yep. they're, they're both really integral. It's so true. You go in the cave, get your own shit, come out, get reflected, find out what was bullshit, what yeah. was your own story. And yeah. For Thanks sure. for reminding me of that. I'll also that you just said reflected. You're a projector. Is that what it is? Or reflector, Ref- reflector, your yeah. reflector. So yeah. that makes sense. Why your popularity is as big as it is. I'm sure it makes sense. This isn't a, um, uh, like a, a brilliant, uh, observation, you know, <laughs> being that it's probably written within the code of, of this, uh, human design thing yeah. is that we all kind of look to you to see our own reflection, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why it's so popular is because your mirrorness is so bright that yeah. when you say things, the part of us that res it's it's like we're seeing ourselves. Right. Well, you know what the the my my model is outside of being a reflector is a role model hermit. Oh yeah. And so right. those seem to kind of uh, be be in an antithesis of each other. Yes. But there is like I'll come out of the cave. Yeah. Say. I think we should all experience death one, at least once and then yeah. go back into the cave. Cause you know, like it, it was like, it brought out a lot of fucking a tidal wave of, of energy. And right. I need to retreat, be in my cave and come out and say it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Or find a, find another way to say Also it, just on that one, on that point of the, the post I made of, of we should all experience death at least once besides that all everything you, we explored it as and i think that anyone thought it as is like ego death through psychedelics or just generally di- like dying well, we're gonna die point. we're going to it's, die at one point it's funny it's yeah. it's a turn of phrase of yeah. course we should all we're all going like it's just to me it's it's funny it's comedic like, yeah yeah and i guess that's you know the that's the the argument that happens a lot is just that uh the humor is lost and that's only being read as truth and not being seen as like oh, that's kind of funny yeah yeah right and and there might be some importance to you being at a person at during in in history while we have something called mental health awareness mm-hmm. that comes and inserts this thing for us all to think about and once again we are seeing our reflection in it we're going like right yeah Namaste. <laughs> well, we are. We're going like, does this resonate with me or not? Yeah. And that's why the strongness of it mm-hmm. is you're feeling the strength of what already lives in you. Right. That's been endogenous. Right. Yeah. You know? Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> well, let's close the shutters. Yeah, man. Um, this has been awesome, mm-hmm. uh, partly in, due to the drugs. <laughs> Um, but also genuinely like I, I, and I, and I hope that we can out of this come to some, to something that is, you know, not having to re, uh, engage in this kind of relationship only on the podcast. Right. And and I think that calling each other on uh, calling ourselves out like you did and calling out each other where it's necessary, just continuing to, to explore this and not have any hidden. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yes. Yes. And, and, and there is something extremely powerful about when we get together and do this, like Mm -hmm. it's just not being done in this way. People would argue and go like, well, you said this and you did this and why aren't you like, yeah. And just strengthening sides. Sure. And you're just like, here's what I do. I fucking judge you like crazy. And you're my boss and blah, 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 (laughs) you know? And like, I couldn't imagine any other 
extraordinary, right? Yeah, and when you reflect it as being extraordinary, I'm like, oh, all right, well, I was just fucking telling the truth. But yeah, cool. All right, <laughs> right. The yeah. truth is extraordinary when yes. it's when it's pristine. Right, right, right. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, well, um, I wish there was some way to wrap this up. <laughs> this is not. There's no. No, that's life. it. No, okay. uh, you're. Yeah, no. I think it was perfect. Eight 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 four Cynic. Call in with with anecdotal evidence of or <laughs> real evidence of our phones listening to us. Yeah. Um, you gonna send, send me drugs? Right. Uh, I don't <laughs> know if I should shouldn't give out my address. I mean, no. I have it if they order something from me. It's on. All right. Buy something yeah. from me. When you yeah. buy something from me, there's a return address. Right. That's where you send drugs. To right. Me. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Love, love you. Love you.